Hello, Colorado. This is John Baird with I Love Colorado Beer podcast. I Love Colorado Beer is your home for behind-the-scenes interviews and information from the wonderful world of the craft breweries of Colorado, along with craft beer news, events, and festivals. And don't forget about I Love Colorado Beer's great beer gear, including t-shirts, sweatshirts with a koozie built right in, hats, and much more. Just go to ilovecoloradobeer.com. Today on our show, we have John Sealander with the Denver Beer Olympics. Hello, Colorado. I'm John Baird with I Love Colorado Beer Podcast. And today on our show, we have John Sealander. He's with the Denver Beer Olympics. John, would you tell us a little bit about who you are and what the uh, Denver Beer Olympics are? Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk. Um, so, yeah, we are the Denver Beer Olympics. I'm, I'm as you say, I'm John Sealander. I helped create the Denver Beer Olympics, both the, uh, the event and the organization of the same name. Uh, we're organizing the 501c3 uh, organization, non-profit uh, volunteer group, uh, but our main event is the Denver Beer Olympics and Beer Festival, uh, which this year it's August 6th, but uh, it's basically a, you know, it's a, a small beer festival that uh, has a, a, as great entertainment, the Beer Olympics, their games and, and that kind of thing, and so uh, it's, it's a fun time. So would you take me back to the very beginning when you guys uh, sort of organized this and had the first thought of, hey, you know what I want to do? I want to put together an Olympics, but let's not do like a regular Olympics. Let's put beer in there. How did that work out? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, really, it, it started out, our, our, our cause is near and dear to my heart. I've had uh, uh, family members affected by leukemia. Um, and at the time, uh, my one of my uh, sister-in-laws um, was my friend then. She... Uh, was a part of the Rocky Mountain chapter of Leukemia Lymphoma Society and was doing fundraising efforts there. And so I was already kind of involved in that uh, uh, before uh, Beer Olympics. And so um, I'm the kind of guy that organizes get-togethers and barbecues and, and tailgates and that kind of thing. And so we kind of put it together, uh, started out by putting out a hat, just asking for donations when we were playing games in the park. And then uh, I think interest grew to where we – Thought it would be a good idea to charge registration and see what uh, what what kind of money we could raise that way. And then the interest grew, and uh, as the event grew, we had sponsors approach us, local companies, uh, you know, bars and that kind of thing from around the, the area that were interested in sponsoring us. And and we grew even further. And then uh, one day, you know, we had a few breweries come to us and say, you know, can we make this a beer festival and showcase our brews? And uh, it, it grew from there, and so now we're a full-fledged beer festival. But uh, the, obviously, we are we are still very much into the beer games competition, and uh, that's that's grown as well. So it's great. So uh, when did you guys first start doing the beer Olympics? <clears throat> uh, about five years ago. Um, it's it's hard to tell because we had an unofficial start, kind of where we were just putting a hat out. But once we officially did it, it was about five years ago, and I think we've been a full-fledged beer festival for about three years now. Oh, nice, nice. Um, how did you even start this? Like, I was wondering to myself, like, how, what do you do when you think, hey, let's put on a beer Olympics? What's the first step you guys take? Uh, well, we we really just got a group of friends together. We, you know, obviously we're talking about it uh, and, and organizing it. And so I think one of the first steps to make it an organized, you know, event was, you know, to create the website and get the Facebook page so that there was a, open line of communication, uh, 
we have we rely on a lot we rely a lot on our volunteers and so really it's it's good people um that are they're willing to go towards this cause and i think um you know organizing the, the games and, and and charting out rules and and that kind of thing just kind of came came with that that organizing organizing things which which are normally not organized but uh we have good people and i think that's you know you know our first step was just to you know Get the website out there. Organize, you know, the days and, the, and, and that we're going to do things and, and the, the rules, and and we went from there. So, would you tell us about the events? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, <clears throat> we have eight different events uh, that uh, that teams of four compete in. There's two guys, two girls to a team, and they're pre-registered. And you pay to play, obviously. Um, we have flip cup, uh, beer pong. A game called Beersby. Some people call it Polish Horseshoes, where you throw a frisbee to knock a bottle off the pole. Um, we have uh, a beer relay, where uh, a beer bong's involved, and there's a, a wheelbarrow race, which is one of my most <laughs> uh, favorite events to watch because it's just hilarious. Uh, we have hammer slogging. It's a German beer drinking game where you hammer a nail into a log. We have cornhole, of course, uh, and then of course we have das boot, uh, where um, Participants chug out of a, a, a boot uh, as a team, uh, and then we we wrap it up with uh, elimination style quarters, so bouncing quarters into cups. And so it's a long day of, 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 of many events, which are just great to watch. So yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. I would imagine even um, sitting down and trying to work out the rules for the events would be a lot of fun. Tell us about how that goes. Well, I think it, you know, it comes from a lot of playing, you know, in my younger years, you know, uh, college age and, and and that kind of thing. So. Um, but we, we really, I think part of it, part of why, uh, you know, we do it and why we want to do it is to make something that's fun and fair for everybody. One of the things we focus on is making sure that, that, you know, all types of people are comfortable with what we do. And, uh, there, we have the type of people that are very, very competitive and need to know every rule and, and, and treat it as if it is the Olympics. But then of course we have, we have the other side of the, the, the spectrum where people are just there for the cause and they're just there to drink beer and be outside in the Colorado sun. So they don't care, you know, you know how the game goes. And, and we, we really make sure that the rules are such that, and the, and the, the we have judges too that are in rough jerseys. So we, we take it serious on that sense, but we also try to keep it fun and fair and so that everybody can, can enjoy it. So it's a, it's a really fun thing to do to kind of make those rules. And, and we try to incorporate all different variations of the games, but we do want to have one, you know, one way to play. So it's, it's uh, it's a it's a little bit of a tough thing there, but it's it's fun as well. Yeah, I can yeah, imagine I can that people, people would um, sort of really get competitive because people in Denver really sort of get competitive like that sometimes. But then there's also you know it's a fun drinking game. So how does the competition go? Do people really get into it and get uh, um, a little too competitive sometimes, or is it just the right competitiveness? How does that work? Well, I think I think the one thing that brings it all together, and I, 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 this is the part that I love. I think that of course the cause is near and dear to me. But it also happens to be something that everybody that's at the festival is aware of. And so no matter how competitive a person is, they keep this sense of, hey, we're, we're, we're doing a thing for a good cause. And so we have some very, very competitive people, as they say. But when they're coming up against a team that's not as competitive or even when they're competing against their rivals, they know it's a good cause. And it's just, you know, it's just hanging out, drinking beer in Colorado. And, and it's a good it's a good time. So I I'm, I'm surprised, but in the, the five years we've been doing this, we haven't got anybody that's really been too competitive or, or, or angry because of the competition, which is it's kind of a surprise to me, honestly. Like you say, I think people can get competitive, but 
it's just this good natured kind of community spirit that, that, that exists in this festival. And it's, it's just fun to watch, fun to be a part of. Are there prizes that go out to the winners? Yeah. Yeah. We have, like I said, we have eight different events. So there's a prize for the winner of each one of those. Uh, then each, each event is scored and, and, and tallied uh, towards your overall score. And the overall winner gets, um, among other things, four tickets to the Great American Beer Festival. Um, we've given Rockies tickets, bar tabs to different bars. Um, and so, yeah, we try to make them pretty, pretty good prizes. And we had, we had cruiser bikes given out as, as prizes last year. And so um, we get, like I say, we get with all these companies, you know, that are local Colorado, you know, Denver area uh, companies that are willing to be a part of this. And, and so we get some good prizes donated as well. Nice. Well, are there any other benefits for participation? Are there like, you know, growler fills or things like that from local breweries or? Yeah. Well, yeah. So we don't, we don't have them all set up this year, so I don't know the specifics, but we've have had that in the past where it's either a bar tab or a growler fill. Um, as we're growing as a beer festival, we got a lot more breweries involved in this as well. And so uh, we are hoping to have, you know, you know, a growler fill or, or two at, at, at different uh, breweries. They also have their own kind of, Obviously, they have their own booth, and so they have kind of um, different ways that they can promote themselves with, you know, coupons or, or whatever. And so, um, yeah, just participating is, is 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 one small aspect. But I think the biggest the biggest number of people that come to this festival are the beer festival goers. And so they're trying beers, and there are side games that they can play and that kind of thing. And we're trying to organize a little bit more more for them to play. Uh, but we see, you know, since we started Beer Olympics, we've seen a lot of beer festivals go towards adding games to their to their their venues or their events. And so uh, I think it's it's not going away. So we're trying to we're trying to really hold on to what we have and, and keep keep the games as a part of it. It's a big part. Well, that's good. I, I was looking online and I noticed there was a um, and you have all the results and everything listed there. In 2014, you had a team that was uh, disqualified. And I was wondering if you just give us a. a, a a taste of why you would disqualify a team from the beer Olympics. Oh yeah. yeah. No, we don't, we don't just, we really, I mean, well, I guess I should say we will disqualify a team. We haven't really done it from our uh, reasoning or, or anything like that so far. Like I say, nobody's really gotten out of hand. The DQ was really that they, they didn't show up. They left. Uh, so okay. If you're planning on participating uh, in playing the beer Olympics, you, you realize that it is a long day of drinking and so i think uh, there's sometimes the teams don't realize that they think they're they're ready and can handle the beer olympics but, uh, we have eight events that you play in and then drink beer. I mean, it can get uh, it can get to be a long day and so yeah we have had not just that occasion but another occasion where a team was like we've got to <laughs> we've got to go home so <laughs> that's pretty funny uh, so would you tell us a little bit about the leukemia and lymphoma society yeah, uh, like I say, uh, my sister-in-law, she was my friend then, uh, was uh, on the uh, Rocky Mountain chapters, uh, the board of, of, of that, and they, uh, they're uh, our main beneficiary, uh, and so we, we've kind of partnered with them because of, you know, obviously um, my connection with that, but uh, we've continued that partnership because of the, the, the good work that they do. And primarily, you know, one of the, one of the things I like and I at least focus on is that, that, that their uh, expense ratio is so low. Three uh, percent of, of of their money taken in is is expense. Everything else, ninety seven cents on the dollar, goes towards research or patient advocacy. And so uh, that's been something that's it's very rare in in five one c three. You look at some of these other ones, and 
the CEOs are making millions and, and, and about 50 cents on the dollar goes. And so we really like them for that reason, because part of what we do is we have these festivals that cost a lot of money. And normally, uh, even when these, these festivals are primarily for a, a charity, their expense ratio is, 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 is huge and, and only a small portion goes to the cause. And so I think that's something we try to mirror and, 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 and uh, in our partnership with LLS is to maintain a really low overhead. That's a big reason why we're 100% volunteer. We started out grassroots, and so we kind of had to. But as we've grown, we've had this opportunity to, you know, to become an organization. But we're maintaining this 100% volunteer thing so that we can keep our overhead low. And it's just like, like, like they do at Overwatch. And so um, we're really happy to be part of that, you know, kind of partnership and, and, and support them. Well, that's an awesome cause, and I, I, along with everybody else out there, really appreciate your uh, contribution to uh, support those causes like that. Um, have you had any other problems or issues from uh, the, uh, the Beer Olympics that you've done in the past, other than you know people just not realizing it's that long of an event and really not being able to handle that, that time frame? Any other issues like that, that you've had in the past? You know, not, not really at the event. Uh, um, you know, I think that, you know, Planning and organizing the the growth has been the biggest thing that we've had to overcome. I, I like you say, we started this thing with a hat, you know, playing games in the park, and it has become something where we have large beer companies, not just breweries in, you know, in the Denver area, with large beer companies sponsoring us and working with us as business partners. And so, um, with that, I mean, obviously, that came, comes from the growth of the, the festival and the people that we've had to handle. So, um, you know, getting volunteers is a big is a big struggle every year. I think we're short every year in some, some way or another short volunteers. So if anybody is listening and would like to help out, we have, you know, we have uh, volunteer opportunities always. And, and so um, we, not just our main event on August 6th, but in our, we have preliminary events that lead up to the beer Olympics. And so uh, we need volunteers for all those, but I think managing it in a, in, a, in an organizational standpoint, but also staffing you know, volunteers has been our, our biggest struggle because the interest is, is it really is surprising because we've, we've mashed together two things that you wouldn't think would go together, craft beer and beer games. But you know, our motto is we're, we're trying to raise money for a good cause through the overall enjoyment of beer. And it's not that you have to enjoy beer one way or the other. It's we're, we're Colorado. We're, we're the beer capital of the world. So I think um, that growth has just come from, from both of those sides and in all, all avenues of, of beer, beer lovers. So, so you hear that? I love Colorado beer listeners. You can uh, go and volunteer your time for such a great cause. Uh, John, how can they go and find uh, find a spot to volunteer if they wanted to come and volunteer at one of your events? Sure. Yeah, there's there's a, a link at the, the website, denverbeerolympics.com. Uh, but if you want to email us directly, we have an email that's volunteer at denverbeerolympics.com. So either way, we'll get you connected with our volunteer uh, people, and, and there's always opportunities. So it's a, it's a good time to volunteer. Yes. It sounds like it'd be a lot of fun just to hang out and, you know, participate in that event like that. So do you guys usually have uh, food trucks or things like that uh, at your events? Yep. Yeah, we have uh, we have three to four food trucks uh, that uh, um, service our event. They uh, they actually also uh, help and they donate as well to the participants. So when you, you pay to play as a player, they give free lunch to them. And then the volunteers also get free lunch, uh, too. So that's another perk, that and the beer, obviously. Volunteer, but uh, yeah, we have uh, several food trucks each year, and um, you know, pretty good food sometimes. I think uh, last year we had um, 
One of them, I think they're returning is Tony's Guac. So they're kind of a mainstay in uh, Denver area. And so they've got some good uh, good Mexican food. And we've got several others that are coming. So Nice, nice. Do you have any of the events lined up for uh, for this year yet? Yeah, the prelim, uh, prelim events are, are set. Um, uh, our next one is uh, April 16th which is a beer pong tournament at Stoney's Bar and Grill. Um, and so that's uh, it's come up here in a few weeks, I believe. Um, maybe even less. I can't remember. <laughs> that's on the 16th. And so we need volunteers for that. And obviously we're, um, we're signing people up now. So. so if people are looking to come and participate in those preliminary events, uh, how can they find you guys? Uh, I think So our Facebook page is another way that we get the word out. And so I think, uh, liking us on Facebook will get you the feed that that that, uh, that we you know, update you as far as different events. Obviously, we have it uh, prominently displayed on our website. So um, it, everything that we do and sign up and registration is is through the web, and so you can you know pay online, sign up online, um, and so you know our website and Facebook is the best way to really get the info on those. So I understand you've given uh, Isle of Colorado Beer listeners a special discount promo code. Will you tell us how they can utilize that for participating in the events? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So we, we're giving uh, the listeners of Isle of Colorado Beer $5 off any of our prelim events. You know, the one upcoming is Beer Pong, but we have Cornhole and Foot Cup and a couple others coming up down the, down the pipe. But uh, the promo code is I love CO Beer, all caps. And uh, when they go to pay, uh, they can enter that code and, and it'll give them $5 off the, their registration. And they can sign up for any of those events on your website. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's links that kind of direct them to the prelims. And, uh, and of course, when we open up registration for the actual Denver Beer Olympics, that'll be online as well. Now, do you have to participate in the preliminary events to be able to participate in the, the big, the big event at the end? No, no, we, it's not required, but it, you do. So, so we, we sell out of our beer Olympics, uh, participants every year and there's a waiting list and um the way we've kind of handled that is that we've given early registration to 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 people that earned that uh, early registration so if you if you sign up and and participate in the prelims there's a way for you to earn points towards that early registration period where you can get a get a head start on people um signing up for the olympics and so that's that's also information that we provide online so you can kind of go um you know, see the prelims menu item, and, and there's a there's a whole page that's dedicated to showing how how you can earn points towards early registration if that's what you want to do. Well, thanks, John. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that uh, you think would be interesting, or uh, you think uh, our listeners would uh, need to know about the Denver Beer Olympics? Uh, you know, no. I think that uh, the main thing is we need volunteers, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's a fun time. You know, we're, we are still looking for breweries, so we're, we're trying to round out our beer festival. So if brewers uh, are listening, we, we'd like to make sure that they know that, that we're, uh, we're still looking for a few more uh, breweries. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just hope, that, you know, it's free to enter. So you can come to the beer festival for free, and um, you obviously you have to pay to play. But uh, I, I encourage anybody to just come check us out. It's, it's, worth, it's worth watching. It's worth coming to see what's going on. So. Well, John, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on uh, the, the show. All right. Thanks, John.
Thanks again to John with the Denver Beer Olympics. Their main festival for 2016 will be held on August 6th. That's their beer festival and the Olympics themselves. It's free to enter the beer festival and pours will be $2 and $4. Playing the games requires a registration fee. Just go to DenverBeerOlympics.com. They're on Twitter at at DenBeerOlympics. And you can find all of their preliminary events at DenverBeerOlympics.com slash prelims. And don't forget to use your promo code to get $5 off of any of your preliminary event registration. And that promo code is I love C-O-Beer, all capitals, one word. Thanks, Colorado.